0: Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to not just improve your business but transform your life. And today we're going to be talking about how to treat anxiety without medication. Keyword without. If you have general anxiety disorder or phobias or just panic attacks and you're just tired of just popping pills and you're looking for some other strategy, look no further. We're going to be talking about how you can treat it naturally, coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, welcome, 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 wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big electronic squeeze. (laughs) Be sure to hit that follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety spit. And for those of you guys who already have received the electronic hug and have already followed and subscribed, I want to thank you in advance for sharing this podcast with someone else that you know could also benefit from this information. I want to thank you for in advance for... Letting me hear from you, check out anchor.fm slash Denise Chi Lee. Be sure to leave me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you let me know in the beginning or the end of the message whether or not you want me to share your message with other people. And be sure also to include your name and your hometown. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. And also, if you're interested in working with me, checking out some of my coaching programs, looking at just my story and all that is me. <laughs> I just so you know, I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. So that's my speciality. But anyway, if you're interested in learning more about me and my story and what I'm doing, what's going on in my world, if you're interested in signing up to my free weekly mailing list where I also drop some very valuable gems that I don't mention on our time with one another, check that out. You can find that all on info.denisetlee.com connect. So you'll be able to reach all of that right there. Okay. Now, before we get into this topic, because we're we're going into some medicine, healthcare care type stuff. So this, this is what my lawyer told me to tell you guys. <laughs> so as we are well aware of, this podcast is not going to provide you a medical advice. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. No material in this podcast is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always please seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen. And please never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you heard from me today. Okay, so let's kind of just talk about anxiety, just in general anxiety. It's a normal thing. We all have it where we're wondering whether or not this new offer that we're going to put is going to sell, or whether or not our kid will get into the right school, or how much money do we have at the end of the month, or maybe we have too much month at the end of the money. We all deal with anxiety. And for a lot of us, We're we're normal in the sense of we can handle the ebbs and flows of life, the surprises, the unexpected events. But for some of us, not so much. And as a result, some of us have suffered from general generalized anxiety disorder, phobias, obsessive compulsive disorders, just to name the few of of things. And. And as a result, to seek that relief from the anxiety, some of us have turned to medications. And that's what I want to talk with you about is this idea of medicating ourselves. You know, over the course of my coaching career, I've met many people who have consumed medication, including myself, you know, to treat anxiety-related disorders. You or someone you may love have taken medicines like Ritalin, Adderall, or Midas. And maybe you have known someone who's taken the street drugs such as methamphetamine or cocaine. And these are very, very powerful stimulants that have a huge effect on the central nervous system. For some of us, we've taken these medications like Ritalin and Adderall for anxiety. I remember when I was, gosh, 8, 9, 10, they told me that I had ADD. Now they've turned attention deficit disorder. Now they've taken, turned it to ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorders, all within the same thing. And I remember just because I couldn't sit still and they just medicated me. And I remember just feeling like an absolute zombie. I just couldn't do anything. And as I think about the impact on my mind, then it was extremely damaging. I just remember just feeling comatose. I couldn't, I, I had no drive or passion to do anything. I, I really felt drugged out. And for people who look like they're bouncing off the walls, oh, well, let's medicate them with these stimulants. That's going to be the solution. But in fact, it causes so much dangerous problems. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what that exactly causes. But When I think about that season of my life, it was during very, very high anxiety parts of my life. I was being actively sexually abused by my mother. I was being mercilessly teased uh, by my schoolmates. My, my, My brothers were antagonistic and my father was nowhere to be seen. Of course, I was feeling anxious. You would feel anxious too if you were in a stressful situation. So a lot of people put their kids on medication. You may have put yourself on medication on the advice of a doctor, but they're not factoring in the lifestyle that's coming into why you're feeling anxious. And I guess that's a whole different other conversation. But I just want to put that in context to why I had received Ritalin. And I know so many people have also have been on these kind of medications to treat things that required more cognitive behavioral therapy working like a coach with someone like me to understand the feelings behind the anxiety so that you can treat it naturally but that's neither here nor there the point is these kind of these stimulants like ritalin adderall Midas, methamphetamine cocaine they have a huge impact on your central nervous system and these chemicals are, are designed to quote unquote keep you calm and focused but they impact the brain in so many ways when you consume the drug, or somebody else you know consumes that drug, it releases a bio-mood-regulating neurotransmitter called serotonin. Serotonin, And here's the thing, serotonin is a very interesting drug. You can create it within yourself, depending on how your thoughts generate feelings, okay? Or you can also consume it externally through drugs and food. When I say food, you can literally hack your way to receiving neuro tra- uh, the neurotransmitter serotonin through the consumption of breads, high and low quality carbohydrates, which activate neuropeptide Y, which triggers the release of serotonin. Have you noticed why some people literally sedate themselves with cookies and breads and pastas and they don't feel like they're going anywhere? Well, that's kind of what happens when you're consuming it via a food product or with a drug—Ritalin, Adderall. These kind of kind of chemicals, okay? And so, receiving massive amounts of serotonin might feel good at the time. You're like calm and feeling relaxed and not wanting to do anything. Actually, sidebar comment: I wanted to. I was thinking about this. My husband and I we went to a cannab- cannabis shop the other day, and. I was more going there for my own enlightenment, not necessarily to consume the substance. But I remember I was talking to the store clerk about the different types of drugs. And I remember when I was asking about the different types of products, she said, oh, I said, if you've never consumed this drug, like, can you drive? And she's like, oh, no, 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 don't drive, don't drive. Go go. make sure you clear off the calendar and then after you consume it, whether or not you chew it or smoke it or inhale it or whatever, just lay on the couch because you're going to be out the rest of the night. Some Depending on the strength of some, some of it might be two hours, some of it literally for the rest of the night. And I thought to myself, my goodness, that's a heavy load of serotonin. That you could literally just be zonked out, and this is what happens when you're consuming these type of drugs. You literally just go out. You can't really do anything. You're in a. You're, it's almost like you're in a trance of so, some sort. And so, for a lot of people, they're like, "Oh yes, please give me that calm, that that relief from that the constant worry, the the trepidation, the apprehension." I've known some people who literally have prayed night and day for fear of something to happen because the fear and the worry are filling in the blank with a job or with death or any type of stuff keeps people up at night. I remember even when I was in the height of my anxiety detector, I had severe insomnia, could not think. Every time I closed my mom, my eyes, I would thoughts would just race through my mind. and So the thought of just taking something, anything, just to calm the hell down just for a second, feels as if God is raining down manna from heaven, right? And your hands are open or whatever, cookies or delight or whatever is raining down and you're just consuming and you're just feeling that that desperate reprieve. And so after that high happens, right, or that good feeling, it makes it harder and harder for your brain to reabsorb serotonin. And as the drug use continues, your brain can't regulate your mood like it's supposed to. And low serotonin levels mean that it's harder for you to manage and control your anxiety. So I've talked in a, in a previous podcast episode, I forgot which one it is, that once you're getting constant, constant external hits that create the serotonin, your body is is dysregulated, meaning that it needs something outside of itself in order to feel calm or satiated or whatever thing that it's looking for. Okay? And in addition the stimulants in your body can cause damage to the gray matter in your brain. That's where central nervous system is, okay? And the gray matter includes regions of the brain involved in muscle control, sensory perception, such as seeing and hearing, your memory long and short term, emotions, speech, decision making, and self control. So have you ever noticed someone who's been on Adderall or whatever for so many times and they just cannot calm down for the health the life of them they feel as if they're always bouncing they feel very jumpy and sensitive and edgy and unable to perceive reality correctly it's because their brain has been overstimulated by serotonin and you may have taken it for maybe a couple of years, but Lord knows it might take you four times as long to withdraw from the effects of it. That's how serious these types of stimulants are for the brain. And I've known a lot of people over the years working with in, in a coaching relationship that it just takes a lot of one-on-one work. To deal with this issue yeah I've got amazing attitude check that out the 21 day program where I kind of hop into your inbox every day and give you some inspiring motivating messages as well as some journaling prompts but this is really a one-on-one thing okay to help really understand why you were medicated in the first place, whether or not it was by choice or by force, right? And then understanding how you can learn to regulate yourself and your emotions naturally. Because for a lot of people, they've been so accustomed to this artificial regulation that comes from the drugs. They don't even know how to like regulate themselves naturally, okay? So I don't want you to feel any shame or blame like, gosh darn it, how can I feel... How can I figure this out by myself? And you might have taken lots of books and you know all the resources. But I'm here to tell you that this, depending on how long you've used the drugs and the reason behind it, it's really best for one-on-one work. So that's why I included a link for you to connect with me, com slash connect, to message me if you're interested in um, diving a little bit deeper. Because this, this podcast within itself is just scratching the surface. But I want to make sure that you walk away feeling like a winner with something so i have a list of 10 things that are going to help you to control in your anxiety and release the serotonin naturally within your body the way god intended it so that you're not having to destroy the gray matter in your brain or some other funky stuff that happens okay so Make sure that as you're listening to this, write down the things that may appeal to you the most and then go ahead and do it, right? Not just listen to me because I want you to be filled with the confidence that yes, I can do it and the way to feel confidence to do something immediately, okay? The only way out of a negative feeling is a positive decision. And so what do you want that you don't have? And what do you have that you don't want followed by action or inaction immediately? So we're going to inactivate the helplessness and we're going to activate the power that you have within you. Okay. so that being said, let's dive into it. So the first thing that I highly recommend for controlling the anxiety without medication naturally is to get a creative hobby. And the hobby is great because it stimulates the left um thinking processing procedural side of your brain and your right creativity side to create something that helps take your mind away from your worries and onto a different task have you noticed that sometimes when you tend to think about something your super brain goes it's just getting activated faster and faster and starts thinking all these scenarios and none of them good but when you're thinking creatively, doing a hobby, wood making, drawing, coloring, what I don't I don't care what you do. Just something that's not related to your job that you truly like, okay? Get in get in at it and it's going to help you to also work but work at fun. Okay. Now the next second thing I want to talk to you is about eating healthy food. Chemicals are, are there's tons of chemicals in food and they may have stimulants like sugar can spike your blood sugar and activate your limbic system which regulates your emotions so be very very careful about the foods that you consume there's a lot of books that talk about eating for your blood type i think there's a book literally called eat for your type it is by peter de d a m o it is talking about if you're o or b plus or b negative or a or a plus or whatever it's about understanding the chemistry within your body so that you are consuming foods that are appropriate for you so i want you to check that out i am a big proponent of no dieting but understanding which foods are good for you okay another one and it's obvious is eliminate your stress Please examine your life. See what parts of your life can be simplified or eliminated. For example, can you delegate an annoying task to someone else? Can you simplify some part of your life so that you can eliminate certain expenses? Like, for example, I've met a lot of people that say, oh, I've got Hulu and I've got Amazon Plus and I've got Disney and I've got all this other stuff. Do you need to be watching all that TV, period? Okay, probably not. And which ones... Do you really spend the most time, and then cut off the rest that you're cutting down your your bills, right? And then you're not exposing your things that could be stressful to your nervous system. Okay, I personally I don't watch anything stressful right before I go to bed. Okay, I watch an animal show, a cooking show, something. or travel show, something very low-key. That's another way you can eliminate stresses. Don't expose yourself unnecessarily to harmful things, okay? The other thing is to listen to music. Music can be a total game-changer. I mean, I'm a big fan of the spotlight music. You, know, you can go to my, my room, you can always hear like, crickets or frogs or whale music or water or chimes in the background. Because I, I want to really de-stimulate my vagus nerve and i'll talk a little bit about that right now your your vagus nerve is connected to your parasympathetic nervous system heart lungs the things that you are involuntarily control when your vagus nerve is stimulated your heart rate races (sighs) your skin's water your skin's waters you're feeling as if you need to jump and run but when you are calm right that thing calms down and so you're able to think rationally you're not making impulsive news get that heart rate down naturally and one of the ways of doing that is music stress reduction the other way you can do that this is about this is about body work breath work meditation this is box breath let me explain what it is where you inhale for four hold the breath for four Exhale for four and not taking any any oxygen in for four. Like imagine literally a box. Wave breaths. Imagine your breath just undulating up and down like a wave. These allow your body to go to a different place energetically. Okay? And it helps also to calm down the vagus nerve. Another thing that you can be doing is embracing nature. Nature is healing. Go outside at least twice during the day, if obvious, and even if it's raining, go take an umbrella. Okay, <laughs> long long as it's not thunderstorming. Observe the trees, look at the feel the wind against your skin, and embrace all that Mother Earth has to offer. It's a beautiful thing. You don't have to get in your car and travel. Just step outside. Just feel it. I mean, it also might give you a nice big. Boost of vitamin D for some of you guys who are vitamin D deficient okay you don't have to pop a pill for that 15 minutes a day every day even in overcast skies can do a world of difference okay other thing I want to suggest is ditch or limit social media it was built to be addictive you know as I'm recording this podcast the in the United States that the federal government's working to eliminate the use of TikTok for their federal employees I think Personally, I think TikTok should be a limited period, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, this constant spikes of dopamine get released every time you get a like or you're scrolling through stuff and you're seeing something that that make you feel excited or sad or whatever. It's just it's artificial chemical releases that can. Cause a lot of anxiety. I was reading a very interesting article in the Wall Street Journal the other day and they were talking about mommies groups and particularly the harmful effect that women get when they're joining these Facebook mommies groups and different people's opinions and what And people pleasing goes in and all this other, these unhealthy social dynamics. And they gave some strategies about how to make the most use of these mommies groups. But the point I'm trying to make here is that for a lot of us, including myself in general, social media, especially if you come from addictive, you have addictive personality, you have addictive background, or if you experience a lot of trauma, Being around these areas with these hyper-addictive situations can cause a lot of problems. So I just advise you, if you can't eliminate it, which is ideal, then extremely limited. Because for me, myself, I am not on social media as you may know. You've probably found me through a friend Or through randomly scrolling on your podcast or through word of mouth. And there's a reason why you're not seeing me on social media is because I have prioritized my mental health. And that means I'm not on social media. But you, boo, got to choose what's good for you. But that's what I highly recommend to be able to take care of your mental health. Okay. Now, the next thing that I want to explain to you is to change something, something needs to shift and your outlook, your mindset, something. If you can't change a situation, change how you view your situation. If you're in a crappy client situation, fire the client, raise your prices, or perhaps you need to change how you do your business so that you can deal with different clients better. As an example, I've met so many entrepreneurs that say, oh gosh, I have these nightmare clients and I don't know what to do. Well, you can do something. And the fact of I need the money is not a good excuse because if you're doing something that you hate, you will inadvertently on the subconscious level destroy and sabotage it, so that is why you need to change something okay now another thing is to exercise I don't care if it's walking, biking, Pilates, curling, ski ball, whatever, okay, find something that you like, okay naturally reduces those endorphins those feel-good hormones and helps you calm and stabilize your mood in a natural way another thing is to consider doing ice therapy grab an ice cube ice pack whatever whenever you're feeling anxious and put it directly on your neck your wrist okay that is some your palm put it somewhere that where you feel like a rush of cold and that cold will help calm down the vagus nerve and ultimately slow down your heart rate. And then lastly, you can wear a calm bracelet or ring. I, some people might call it a fidget ring where you're wearing a healing color. It could be aquamarine, turquoise, amethyst. I don't care what color it is, but something that reminds you that you're here and you're present and you're not going to run away. A lot of the people who have anxiety and attacks, they are either feeling shame and guilt about things that have happened in the past or fear in and trepidation of things that may or may not happen in the future, but rarely are they present in the current reality. And so when you've got a bracelet or a ring or something that you're staring at, it helps you calm down. It helps you just stay focused on your present reality and not feel as if you need to bounce off on the walls and run around and do something. We're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to feel in constant shame and blame and anxiety about things that have happened or may happen in the future. And by kind of twisting on your bracelet or your ring or whatever, it helps you remind yourself, I am here right now in the present. I'm going to do the best I can right now. Okay? So let's kind of repeat I know there's a lot I just said, but let's kind of repeat the highlights of what I talked about with you today. Because I think that it's really important for you to understand that while taking medicines like Ritalin, Adderall, Midas, or the street drug cocaine or methamphetamine may give you that somewhat high, right? It actually can cause some serious, serious issues with your gray matter, with your ability to focus, with your ability to regulate your emotions. And these stimulus cause temporary relief, but can cause permanent mood dysregulation. And I don't want you to be able to always rely outside of yourself, foods or drugs or whatever, to feel good about yourself. So I have this list that we talked about, such as getting a creative hobby, eating healthy foods, eliminating stress, listening to pleasant music, not Metal. Bah, 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 got it. Music. We, we need to calm down. So we're going to listen to things that calm us down. Breath work. Meditation. Embracing nature. Ditch or limit social media. Exercise. Changing something in either how you perceive things or your, your situation. With your, Not just your work, but any part of your life that's giving you problems. Ice therapy. And lastly, wearing a calm bracelet or ring. So of all this list, I'd love to hear from you. What do you want to do? Or Is there something that I should add? Let me know. Check, connect with me, info.deniseglee.com slash connect. Well, that was it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with someone else. And also understand that you have the power to control your perception of reality. So with accurate thinking, choose something that will make your future self proud of you. Well, that all being said, take care and be awesome.